Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is Podcast, a comedy podcast for creators of any variety. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here. Very much appreciated. Very unique episode today as well as the segments episode. But before we get to that, a couple of business things to get out of the way. Just wanted, sorry, it's not business, just a couple of shout outs, really. A big happy birthday to one of our big contributors, Greg Horace, or as we said in college, Greg Horace, big contributor, big supporter of me and uh, of the podcast. Very much appreciate that and very much appreciate his existence. Happy birthday, Greg. Also, my mom's birthday is coming up in a few days and happy birthday to her. I don't know if she'll get around to listening to this since she doesn't listen to podcasts, but happy birthday, mommy. (laughs) And yes, I say mommy. Deal with it. So I said today was a unique episode, and it is, because we, or I, am doing a segments episode. I've never done a segments episode before, and we haven't done segments, really. We haven't done that thing, and I wanted to try it out, so here we are. And uh, we're going to go over several different things And uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it again sometime. Not sure. Uh, We will see. Uh, Let's get to our first segment. Brand new segment to the podcast. It's called Let's Talk About It. So let's talk about it. Talk about it. This is a segment where I'll talk about something that was in the news, a big story in the news. But I'm going to talk about a, a smaller detail. Very, very small, minor, not important detail in the larger story. Uh, may even be a serious story. And then I'll just talk about it and maybe uh, make fun of it a little. And today's topic of conversation is that Let Me Be Frank video that Kevin Spacey put out. He may have put it out over the holidays or, or uh, just a couple of weeks ago. But did you see that? That was weird. Um, ill-advised. But uh, let's talk about it. There is something in there that I thought was kind of odd. Uh, his acting. Now, I've long not liked his vocal stylings in the role of Frank Underwood because I'm from Spartanburg, South Carolina. That is right next to Gaffney, South Carolina, which the character Frank Underwood is from. And there is not one person in Gaffney, South Carolina with an accent like that. Uh, I would dare say there's not one person in all of the South with an accent like that. So that's one issue that I have uh, just with it right off the bat. But a smaller detail in that video is his busy work. Uh, the work, this like little, this is the things he's doing, keeping himself busy in the scene to make it look like he's a real person living a life. And uh, it's real bad. He's like in a kitchen and he's like, cutting some meat and then he goes and washes his hands and dries his hands and he goes back to cutting meat at one point 
that was weird, right? <laughs> like, just no real good choices being made in putting that video out and within that video as an actor. Well, this has been Let's Talk About It. So let's talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. New segment, Let's Talk About It. Talk about it. And next new segment, Enough Already. the segment where I will talk about tropes in comedy and there have been many <laughs> but there's certain things that I'm really annoyed with right now and I think I've said this before but maybe I haven't I'm very tired of this trope in stand-up where stand-ups are like leaning forward towards the crowd you know they have their foot up on a stool or maybe it's on the monitor and they lean in towards the audience like yeah we're gonna get into it yeah, I'm going to I'm going to talk about some stuff. Like let's talk about it. Is this a segment of let's talk about? No, it's not. It's not a segment of let's talk. About. Uh I stole that bit from Scott Ackerman. But uh, enough already with the lean in like you're saying something so serious and important and you're just such a truth sayer and you're just talking about like dish soap. Or, or whatever, you know, <laughs> like, like you just oh, the, gather around. I'm gonna talk about turning twenty eight. Like, get over it. Uh, enough already. Enough already. Also, with this trope in improv, where people uh, there'll be a, a, two people in a scene, and one is a parent, oftentimes a mother, and then a child, and they're talking or whatever. And then, out of nowhere, usually, the child in the scene, the, the per performer playing the child says, Mom, ever since Dad died, or ever since Dad left, I don't like it. It's not funny, but also it just seems insincere to the moment. It's usually like someone trying to turn the tables and make a laugh, and it, you know, sometimes they get that laugh, sometimes they don't. But I don't think it's a good laugh to get. And um, it's overdone now, too. So it's like not a laugh I respect and too many people are using that move. I'm sure I've been guilty of it before, but I'm just tired of it now. So enough already. Uh, also, and I don't mean to, I, I'm not trying to like over complicate this or make it seem like it's more serious than it is, but isn't it kind of not a good thing to sort of say like, oh, this woman is mad or, or sad in her life because her husband left her? Like, yeah, when your spouse leaves you, that may make you sad. But I don't know. It almost feels like a you're incomplete because a man left you. And I, I don't know. That's weird. I don't want to like throw that in there because then it sounds like fake woke. And I don't want to do that because enough already on the fake woke. But Maybe stop doing it altogether. <laughs> it's just enough already with the ever since dad left, ever since mom died, enough already. Okay, uh, enough already of that segment. That segment has been enough already. Enough already Next segment is who should host? Good evening, I am your host. And in this segment, I'm just going to talk about who should host SNL this season. We have uh, another half of a season left. And uh, no, I'm not going to talk about who should host the Oscars because, um, 
you know, they did it to themselves, the Oscars. They've <laughs> made that a, an insufferable thing to enjoy and for comics to do. So, uh, uh, but SNL hosts, there's some fun ones. Rachel Brosnahan was just on Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She did a good job. But we have some more people I'd love to see. Now, I tweeted about this back in August, saying here are some first-time SNL hosts that I would like to see, some predictions, uh, if you will. I threw Andy Samberg in there forgetting, as I wrote that, that he had hosted before. But I I assume he would maybe host to get a little bump for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And that didn't happen, but maybe it will later this season. Uh, Here's some people I'd like to see host Zazie Beats, Brian Tyree Henry, Lakeith Stanfield, so basically the rest of the cast of Atlanta that hasn't already hosted. John Krasinski, never hosted, did not host when he was on The Office. Isn't that crazy? Well, he'd never hosted. Mindy Kaling, uh, Sarah Paulson, I think she would crush. Great actors always do a good job hosting SNL because they commit. And that's one of the most important things in comedy that people don't realize is just like commitment. And I think she would commit. And she's also uh, got a really funny side to her. She can do a lot of impressions. And uh, she's, I think, uh, would be a wild card guest. Because uh, I think, or Dark Horse maybe. Uh, because a lot of people might assume she wouldn't do a good job. And she would actually do a killer job. Here is a true wild card is Bo Burnham. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm throwing it out there. That's my prediction. And uh, somebody else from Game of Thrones, since the last season is coming, maybe Kit Harrington will finally host. I don't know. Um, Amelia Clark? She didn't host, right? I don't think so. Well, this has been Who Should Host? I am your host. And again, it's not the Oscars. Because who cares anymore? But I'm very glad that Spike Lee got nominated for Best Director. And that Black Panther got nominated for Best Picture. First time a superhero film got nominated. Okay. This next segment is called, Where Is It? Where is it? Where is it? Then you have my permission to die. In this, I'm going to go over some news items, some stories, uh, just three. And I'm just going to sort of point out where I think the joke is. I'm not going to write a joke. I'm just going to point out where I think a joke would come, like if it was a Weekend Update segment or a monologue joke or something like that, uh, where the joke would probably be derived from or the angle if I were writing it. So, here's the first story. This is from NBC News. Alcohol-related disease overtakes hepatitis C as top reason for liver transplant. Wow. Now, some of this is uh, you know better hepatitis C drugs and increasing openness to a candidate's history of alcohol and addiction among the reasons why, experts say. Now, that part's not the funny part. <laughs> None of this is really funny. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's sad. But hep C is a fun thing to say, and I just feel like you got to get a joke in there uh, that involves hep C. Now, uh, where do I think the joke would be? Uh, you, you really have to sidestep the truth of the story, because the truth of the story is sad, and 
go with uh, something else. So this is what I would do. I would have I would make this an opportunity to have one of the writers be a character, and uh, that writer could come out and be Hep C, and they come out all sad and down that um, they've uh, they they're no longer the top reason for liver transplant. Like it's some sort of badge of honor that diseases. <laughs> like to have uh so we'd come out and talk to the host like yeah i'm no longer the top reason for a liver transplant it's like isn't are you really sad well yeah that's the only reason you have hep c is to ravage a person's liver you know like whatever um and then i would also have a uh alcohol related disease character uh who comes in riding on a motorcycle got a leather jacket super cocky uh, comes in and is like, you know, oh, oh, hep C, oh, too bad. You know, like just, I just feel like <laughs> that's where you can get a joke in there. Um, what's another story? Uh, another story is April predicts you'll use your iPhone as a flashlight when the world ends. So this is from Vox.com, and that is their headline. Let's read that headline again. Apple predicts you'll use your iPhone as a flashlight when the world ends. Now, what jumps out to me is that they overlook the world. The world has ended. Nobody's using anything. The world has ended. We're all dead. There's nobody to... The world is gone. The world ended. Do you know how that's going to go? We're not going to be using any phones. So what are the, uh, where's the joke? Um, I would say like uh, one angle with that particular joke is to say like iPhone users would still be obnoxious when the world ends. Saying like, oh, look at how good my iPhone is. I can use it as a flashlight. The battery life is so good. Like, you know, that is one angle you could take with that story. Another angle though that you could have is maybe... Um, have like Neil deGrasse Tyson coming because I feel like he always is kind of like butting into stuff and um, explaining the science behind things. So maybe have some way to have like maybe he's actually there. You have someone playing him as a character um, and have like have him come in and explain like what's going to happen when the world ends, but in like gory detail. <laughs> And just so he comes in, he's like, um, actually, you would not be using your iPhones because the world would be ended. When the world's going to end, uh, when the world ends, this is what's going to happen. The sun is going to, you know, like he explains it in such of a, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson way. And um, I guess you, I guess, I guess he's problematic now. Maybe he wouldn't be the guest, but um, uh, I, we could have just someone playing him and like, explain over explaining it and you're we just make it like oh great take all the fun out of this neil degrasse tyson so that's one angle that's the second angle that you could go with that and um that's that story but let's move on a couple of other stories that involve i saw these they both involve fast food restaurants one is burger king funnel cake fries are coming back okay that's one headline from usa today another headline and uh, this comes from the takeout.com. It says McDonald's bacon hour lets you put a bacon on it for free. Now, obviously, one immediate take is that fast food restaurants are trying to kill us. But uh, I think if we go a step further, then we can also do an angle of uh, the fast food restaurants are 
trying to like maybe we can find out we'd have to do some research uh does fast food have uh, like destroy your liver enough that you have to have a liver transplant because then you could have the hep c come back you'd be like what somebody else is trying to like angle for this job i have more competition uh so it's like a callback and then also like a joke about how unhealthy this food is well that has been where is it where is it Yes, yes. Moving right along to our another new segment. Uh, it's a brand new segment to the podcast called Good Stuff. Give me some of that good stuff. Give me something that I feel kind of special. And in this segment, uh, I'm going to discuss something that is good for comedians to take note of. It could be anything from movies to TV shows or even just like a YouTube video tutorial or something or gary goleman's twitter account yes gary goleman veteran stand-up comic killer stand-up we've seen him several times since we've moved here and he's just so good he's such a great stage performer well he decided at the end of last year that starting on january 1st he was going to tweet every day a tip for aspiring comedians now he was saying that uh, this is like a lot of this is going to be for people who are just like a couple of months in to stand up. But he does have some tips for people who have been doing stand up for a long time. Honestly, all of it is so good. He's doing a tweet a day and it's really, really stellar. I suggest going to Twitter and you can follow at Gary Goleman. The only thing is it'll it might be hard to just see his hashtag. The hashtag is. Hashtag Goleman tip. He also does hashtag right now, but it's W-R-I-T-E. Because most of these bits of advice, most of this wisdom is saying, get out there and write. And that's very good advice. Um, But like I said, he's saying a lot of different things. It's all really good. The only thing I was saying is if you just tweet at Goleman tip, then... You're you're gonna see like all the people who have uh, tweeted that themselves. Like I like I don't know a bunch of people jumped on that bandwagon, and it's kind of uh, annoying because it's making it really hard to just find his tips. But if you do a search for that hashtag with uh, like only from that account, uh, only from at Gary Goldman, then it's a little bit easier to find his tips. Because also if you just go to his Twitter account, he's like tweeting a lot more than just the the tips so <laughs> then just the tip just the goldman tip i thank you i'll be here all episode but for real like really great stuff that he's posting on there and uh i really go do that advanced search thing and and look for him so you can just like go through him he started on january 1st he's still doing it every day i don't know I, he might just be doing it for the month of january but Check them out. I hope someone puts together puts them together in a blog. He said he will never sell this stuff. He won't he won't put in a book. He's not going to do a class or anything. So uh, this is where they'll be. Um, uh, so let's see. You know, like uh, hopefully somebody can just like put them together in a nice little bow, so it's easy to go through them. But a lot of people have been uh, retweeting them, and they're, they're really good. Here's one. Um, this was number 22, so this is from yesterday, or, you know, this is from a couple days ago. You can learn by watching 
the other comics on your show. The great ones will teach and inspire, and the bad ones' shortcomings are instructive. You can assess the crowd and note overused premises to avoid. Also, you may be able to offer a peer a good idea. Good advice. Good tip. Hashtag Goldman tip. Well, that's been good stuff. Give me some of that good stuff. Give me something that'll feel kind of special. Give me something that'll do it, do it. Put my mind to it until we get high. What an absurd... This is an absurd theme song. Uh, well, that's been today's episode, ladies and gentlemen and gems. I hope you enjoyed it. If uh, I, the mood strikes me, I'll do it again, maybe with uh, different segments, maybe with girlfriend of the show, Justina, helping us out here. And if you want to check out more of what we have, we have tons of episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud. You can support the podcast. You can go to thereitispod.com. There's a support tab you can check out. And you can also follow us online at There It Is Pod on Twitter and Facebook. And you can follow me on Twitter at Jason Far Jokes and Instagram at Jason Far Picks. Well, again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We have some fun stuff coming up in the future. Until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. 